it's time for a new episode of the Sports Plus Podcast. I'm Corey Miller here with the Mod Hicks, Andy Muller, and Mike Bush. And Mike, I told you it was the first thing I was going to mention <laughs> when we were out on Friday. Went golfing with Mike on Friday, and I have to rub it in a bit. Yeah. Chris Davis and I scrambled and beat Mike and Brandon. Mike, We had your, like a four-shot lead in the, on the front nine. <laughs> we blew it in this. Chris, Here's my comment is, is I stink. That's my comment. <laughs> Chris and I were minus one on the back, so it wasn't all you guys going down. We we did, was, we held our own there. You did, and and Ben Ben Crenshaw is what we called Chris. <laughs> Chris he was could, making every putt left and right. He could not miss. But anyway, I I stink, and it's why I play <laughs> once a year. Hey, we we had a good time. Uh, we got Ahmad Hicks back on the Sports Plus podcast for the first time since uh, we traveled. I counted up. You did more than me because you went to Dallas. I think mm-hmm. I did like seventeen thousand miles, so you probably did over close to twenty. For sure. Um, we just haven't really debriefed about uh, your adventures. What was your really favorite moment of traveling and watching the Blues win the Stanley Cup? Favorite moment had to be after the game on the ice, seeing all the players celebrating with their families. Coach Baruby actually smiling. You know, we rarely see him <laughs> smile, so that was all pretty cool. And just being down on the ice with the players and seeing them take everything in after everything they had went through this entire season. So that was pretty cool to witness. Was there, I mean, growing up, how big a Blues fan were you? And was there like a surrealness to all of it? Like you're on the, te- you're on the ice as a team you watched growing up won a championship for the first time. I wasn't as big on the Blues as I was the Cardinals and Rams growing up, but I always rooted for the Blues, always watched their games when I could. And obviously when they got in the playoffs, uh, I always rooted for them heavily. But um I guess what was so surreal to me was them going from worst to first. I mean, it's a story we've been beating for I don't know how long, but you just can't write a script for a movie any better than what the Blues did this past season. And to see them go from worst to first, bring home the Stanley Cup, and do it with the players they had on their roster. Didn't have a bunch of superstars, but a bunch of players that you know bought into their roles. That was pretty cool to take away. And uh, if there's anything that I'll remember from this forever is never give up. You know, never lose faith. And even when I want to give up on the Cardinals this season and their 50-50 <laughs> record, just believe that they, you know they still may have a chance. And, and all the moments that they had as as they went from worst to first the thing that will stick with me forever is the parade and and, and how much the players enjoyed it with the fans that they got out of their cars that they carried that Stanley Cup that they that they just went into the crowds and, and shook hands with fans that to me I don't think I, I, I don't think that we would see that if it was a different sport. There's just something about hockey and yeah. the, those players and how much they really relished that moment. And it being the first time, I right. think too. How long? How long have you been at Channel Five, Mike? Uh, uh, 30, Thirty-four years. Andy, how long have you been at Channel Five? Uh, Thirty-three. Okay, so you guys have been there that long. Ahmad and I have been here combined about three years, and we saw a Blue Stanley <laughs> oh, Cup, and you that. guys had to wait that long. It almost uh, Frank was giving Ahmad a hard time on the ice afterward. Good luck, Charm. <laughs> is what he Ahmad, Ahmad just started at Channel Five, and he sees. But then again, maybe he's the good luck charm. Hey, there we go. Just hoping the Cardinals can get it together now. So we'll stay with the Blues real quick here. Quiet off season so far. That was to be expected, I guess. I don't think anybody's really even focusing on the offseason that much. Keeping the team pretty much as is, but the biggest question is still hanging out there, Pat Maroon. What do we think is going to happen, and what do, what do we want to see happen? Andy, what do you think? I'd like to see him come back, but yeah. uh, I think 
I think it's been very quiet for him on the free agent front, which I think works in the Blues' favor. Um, I think, you know, I think maybe even the Blues have said, "Hey, go out and see what your best offer is, and then bring it back to us, and we'll see what we can do." Yeah, because I know uh, Jeremy Rutherford from the Athletic reported he hasn't been offered more than a one-year deal yet, and you know he's looking to get a couple more years. I think the years matter to him more than anything. Well, sure, at this part in his at career, his age, yeah. But uh, you know, our hearts, I think we can all agree, our hearts would love to see him back in a Blues uniform. And he, you know, the one thing about him is you got the impression that he was kind of part of the soul of the team, the spirit of the team. Um, and so, you know, it, it's never easy to, to cut someone like that off. So it would be great if he comes back. But uh, Jeremy Rutherford has told us and, and has written about it in The Athletic that, that it's not likely. Yeah. Well, I think Zach Sanford showed during the playoffs they can get by without Maroon. If everybody's healthy, I think Sanford will slide into that kind of role Maroon had. Uh, but if you're him, do you think you've got everything you wanted in one year? And it's really, I, I think he's chasing a, a, the money and a, a bigger deal. I don't blame him at all, it, it, especially. Well, he has to at his age. Yeah. You know, the thing about hockey players that people don't understand is they, they while some of them make big money, most of them make good money. Yeah. I mean, for anybody else who's, you know, a working man uh, or woman. Um, but it's not it's not uh, set yourself up for life kind of money necessarily, mm-hmm. and so when you get that opportunity, you wanna you wanna put yourself and your family in that situation. You know the 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 question I have is his son. One of the most important things about him coming back and playing in St. Louis was getting to to be around his son. Does that go away after a year? Yeah, I that's wonder what I wonder about. That's what I've been wondering too. And I saw they had a funny moment. His son won. Oh, like, I saw that. You yeah. see that? His son won like a little Roller league hockey. trophy or mm-hmm. something. And Maroon came in like the locker room, filled it full of like juice, and they were <laughs> passing the trophy around to all of his son's teammates that's and stuff. Great. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, he's the hometown hero, as he said uh, yes. at the parade and rally. And uh, you definitely don't want to see him go, but financial security is always a plus when you're getting yeah. up there in years. Yep. Um, other Blues notables this offseason, Jake Allen, that big contract, Bennington's the guy, everybody wondering if Allen's going to be moved. Uh, JR says that doesn't look like it's going to happen either. I don't know if anybody wants to take that contract, but uh, they're going to have to pay Bennington here. Uh, he's a restricted free agent. If they don't, it's going to go to arbitration, where I think he would make out pretty handsomely. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't imagine <laughs> an arbitrator not ruling in his favor. Yeah. Um, what do What do you guys do right now? Are you so? I mean, okay, we it already paid off. We got our championship. Are you giving him whatever he wants for how many years he wants? Are we that sold? Well, you're not going to give him anything he wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. not <laughs> how it works. But I think they're going to pay him. I mean, listen, uh, you know, they can talk about the MVPs and 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 Ryan O'Reilly and all. If it wasn't for Jordan Bennington, the Blues had would have made, traded a bunch of players mm-hmm. at the trading deadline. He changed everything, and he clearly uh, came up big. Here's a rookie who came up big in big games. I don't. I mean, I, I think, what about what about years wise? Sometimes these hockey contracts are huge, and then by the end, you're looking at like, oh my gosh, they get this guy eight years. Yeah, that I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't either. I, I wonder if he'd only take maybe a two- or three-year deal. Yeah. Or or the Blues would even offer a two- or three-year deal so they make sure they know what they have. I think that's you know, a good And Jake idea. Allen sitting on the bench is a pretty good example yeah. of that. Yeah. 
If they want to avoid having some angry Blues fans, they need to pay him. (laughs) (laughs) I think they'll get it done. Uh, Last Blues thought. I'm still riding. I'm still riding the high. I don't think it's ever going to go away. Are you guys still just kind of on? I can't believe it's happened. But every day I kind of wake up like, oh my gosh, yeah, the blue they won. I just bought. I just bought like a shirt the other day. I'm still like on the roll. Are you guys still riding the high? Yeah, I mean, I think this will feel good for quite some time, well into next season. Yeah. Um, you know, here's which just is only uh, next week. Right. Yeah, which right. I right. think, <laughs> I really think they're going to be not very good here off the start, which is just fine, and I don't care at all. But I really think they're going to have a, a Stanley Cup hangover, and we're going to see it. Well, and and here's the thing you have to remember about hockey. <laughs> I mean. The teams that didn't make the playoffs were done in yeah. early April. <laughs> they were done in early. And the Blues played to the middle of June. Yeah. So obviously they're not going to have as much time, and they're going to bask in this. Oh, so yeah. I'm not sure what the workouts are like. They're not probably not getting back to them as soon as they might otherwise. That's why repeating in the National Hockey League is almost impossible. Yeah. Yeah. You still I- riding a high Ahmad? Did you get Did you get some rest after the traveling? Oh, I think I've caught up. Now. I, I got a lot of rest. Yeah. That's for sure. Still get chills when I see videos of their historic run and everything. But uh, I'm not gonna lie. I keep bringing up Cardinals. They brought me back down to reality. Like <laughs> hockey season is over. It's baseball season now. So. Yeah, it's fun to look back on, but I've kind of moved on as players do, as Coach Berube did all season long, move on to the next one. I don't see how you can just move on at this point. This is 49 years in the making. Yeah. Well, now I'm thinking I'm getting greedy. All I wanted was to see one during my lifetime, and I got one 24 years in. So now I'm I'm greedy. I want a few. (laughs) Well, good, I, yeah. good luck with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not how it works. I'm not talking about moving on. Let's move on to the Cardinals. And you've been you've already yes, put in a few I'm, I'm you've here, yes. a few digs already. I'm not quite as pessimistic as a lot of people. They have track records up and down this lineup that I think things are gonna even out. What's your guys' concern level here just a little over halfway through okay, the season? So so you're thinking of the Carpenters and the Goldschmidts yes. and mm-hmm. maybe Ozuna gets back. Yeah. Uh, what about their pitching? What what are you optimistic about from their, for instance, their starting rotation? Ooh. What what is they your optimism? Been, they haven't been that bad lately. It's been the offense not being able to score runs. They haven't been that bad lately. Mm-hmm. But they t- keep but you tell in me, games. Tell me, tell me when when there's a big game on the line and yeah. they must win that game. Who's who's the pitcher nope. you want out there? That's the big question right now. Like if they if the playoffs started tomorrow and Ooh. the Cardinals somehow made it. I would have no idea who I'd want to throw out there. For like a wild card game, that's a toss-up. They that's, don't have a stopper. They, that's true. And in fact, every one of their every one of their starters is you, your chances of a bad start are just as good as your chances of a good start. Yeah. So I, I mean, I am not optimistic because of that. Yeah. Uh, I do think Goldschmidt will have a good second half because, like you say, there's a track record that shows that. Um, I do think, I mean, I don't know, sometimes with a hand injury, Ozuna, I mean, who that knows? That does worry me, Who knows yeah. what, what's going to happen with that? Um, but they're starting pitching. I, I just don't see how it's going to carry them to the playoffs. And, and making matters worse, I don't get any sense that the Cardinals' management is really that interested in, in adding to it. There seems to be no urgency, which is a bit uh, frustrating. It seems like that every year at the trade deadline, yeah. I feel like. I, I heard Ken Rosenthal today talking about uh, whom Madison Baumgartner might go to. Yeah. Didn't mention the Cardinals. Really? That's a guy I would really like to see 
in a cardinal uniform. That would change the rotation, yeah. and it would it would lift all boats. So, what's your concern level? One to ten, right now. Ten, as oh. it should be. In, in terms in terms of of the starting rotation yeah. and making the playoffs. You know, fortunately, uh, the Cubs and the Brewers aren't that good. Yes, the NL Central is helping them so, out. So, so you know, it's possible that the Cardinals will still be three or four games out when we go to September. But I think eventually the Cubs, the Cubs will end up winning that division. I think Andy can probably agree with me on this. It's like, how many years have we been saying like, oh, the Cardinals will turn it around and they'll get over the hump? I want to say like in '16, they missed the playoffs by four and a half. Well, last year four and a half games. The year before two, and the yeah. year before that one. It's like, all right. When 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 are we going to bank on them to turn it around? I mean, you only have so long in a season to turn things around, and every year we always say, well, they'll they'll get it figured out at the end of the year, and then we always end up missing the wild card. There is zero indication they're going to turn anything around. Exactly. Zero. This I mean, is the they, they, they went is... into the, they said let's let's go on this road trip, and we'll 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 feel better about the second half because we'll have a really good road trip. And then they didn't mm-hmm. yeah. because they can't. <laughs> hey, this was the best team in baseball the first two months of the year, the yeah. team that swept the Dodgers four games at home and everybody's rah-rah. It's poss- It's there. I'm, I'm not right. counting Andy, them what's your yet, take? but this— I am, I am not as optimistic as you are. The, the, <laughs> thing, the thing that concerns me is that since, say, 2013, 2015 or whatever, the Cardinals seem to be out in front of this whole— Building the system and and using the new analytics and you know and whatever, and it seems like you know the the future was great. Well, all these guys we've we've thought about that are going to be so great have Aren't so have, great. Have, have have not been so great. And so, in a situation like that, do you evaluate the evaluators? Yes, you know, some point I you, think should. you should. I'm not I'm not saying that the front office needs to make sweeping changes, but maybe there needs to be some new voices in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think I, I don't think they've ever rebounded from the Oscar Tavares passing. I think that really. Well, they've been home. trying to fill that hole in yeah. right field ever since then. Jason Hayward and just Fowler. It's yeah. never worked out. It's never worked out. Um, move on briefly tonight. We're recording this on Tuesday. Is the All Star Game? Paul DeYoung, the only Cardinals representative. Uh, I mean, I was telling Andy this. We were just sitting there. First two months of the year, you thought Paul DeYoung was a lock for the starting shortstop. He was tearing the cover off the ball, and now he's just the token guy that the MLB had to pick because nobody Uh, picked anybody on the Cardinals for anything. And and someone needs to represent every team. Yeah. So Paul DeYoung. And he wouldn't have gone. It would have been Ozuna. Yeah. If Ozuna would have been hurt, he would have been there. He deserved it. Yeah. He did deserve it. And you know, uh, somebody mentioned that I took note of. This is the first time since 2007 the Cardinals have had only one representative go to the All-Star game. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, okay, I think the fans did not show up voting-wise this year can at you, all. Can you blame I them? I can't blame them because, well, even, but come on, even when they're bad, Molina finishes in the top two. I think, this is my theory, I think everybody was so preoccupied with everything blues Cardinals it fans did not come help. out and vote. It, it probably, well, here's it a question for you. Do you think we've got really – we are known as the best fans in baseball. Do you think maybe we are the smartest fans in baseball and we realize there's nobody on this team I would vote hey, for? Hey, there you go. <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest I'm about it. I filled out mine and I didn't vote for any Cardinals. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of how the cookie is crumbling this year with the Cardinals. You hope they get it turned how, around. How do people feel about the All-Star game? Because, I, you know, when I, when I was a kid – 
I think I think <laughs> I think we've got an airplane now. taking off. Yeah, we've got uh, some interference on the line. Turbulence, turbulence. <laughs> um, how, how do people feel about the All Star Game? Because when I was a kid, I mean, it it was appointment television. You had, you, I mean, I remember 1970, uh, Pete Rose knocking over uh, Ray, Ray Fossey. Um, I was lucky enough in 1989 to be in Anaheim when Bo Jackson hit that, ran up the hit, wall. Hit that home run uh, and ran up the wall. And I remember even 99 when, um, when uh, McGuire w- was in Fenway and uh, talking to Ted Williams and they honored Ted Williams. I mean, those are great all-star moments. And I, I, do they? Do we still have those? I don't think so. And I think I think um, uh, I think interleague play dilutes it. Yeah. You know, and and not only that, but there's nothing to play for now. Exactly. Well, you know, the, okay. The, the, I'm, now hold on. Now the <laughs> attitude used to be when there was no interleague play. Hey, we're going to go out and win. We're going to show we're the better league. Well, now there's just none of that. Now it's I don't want to get hurt. And I thought you were going to say there's nothing to play for in terms of. Uh, home field advantage for the World Series, and then I was gonna I mean, they, take there you up wa- on There that. wasn't anything in 1970 either, but right, but right, but but I, you're I right. The inter- was... interleague play changed everything because yeah. we see these players all the time playing against one another. Right. I think there's still moment. I like the matchups. Like I'm, I'm gonna love seeing Mike Trout against uh, like a Kershaw or or somebody like that. That's that's what I like to see in these All Star games. But you see it for what one at bat. That's how that's how baseball is, anyways. Yeah, very true. But baseball doesn't give you stuff but like that. But you could also see Kershaw versus Trout when the Dodgers play the Angels. Quite that's often. true. It's not quite this. I've never thought of it like that before, Andy. That since interleague play, it's not doesn't have the same kind of luster. Well, because I've always I grew up with interleague play all the time, so I'm not. I'm just used to it. Well, what's the what's the most exciting <laughs> interleague moment that Cardinal fans have had to deal with all year? Obviously, it was the return of Albert. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it took a scheduling, whatever you want to call it, that it took eight years for Albert to yeah. get here to make it that big a deal. Yeah, that's true. Well, let's talk. We're talking about the All Star Game. Let's talk about two thousand nine though, because that was cool. Andy and Mike, you guys were here. Do you guys have any particular memories from covering that day or anything like that? I honestly don't, because you know I was I was already in news, and I did have to be over there. But we were covering news angles like security and stuff. Like I mean, that. it was kind of cool that the, that Barack Obama was here and and threw out the first pitch, uh, albeit wearing a White Sox. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, it could have been worse. He could have worn a Cubs jacket. He, he could have, <laughs> you know. And I actually had to go back and try to do a little uh, refresher. And the thing that I took from that game uh, in looking that up today is the game only took about two and a half hours to play. That sounds nice. Uh, yeah, you know, and in the in the nine games since then, the average uh, length of time of the game has been three hours and seven minutes. So, hmm. you know, it was kind of an anomaly, but you know, a fast moving game yeah. is is something yeah, we don't see that we very don't, often. We don't see anymore. I remember a lot of stuff about that two thousand and nine week. I remember Albert. Kind of being, I don't think he wanted to do the home run derby, but he was kind of like forced to do it. Ended up losing to Prince Fielder. Um, I remember Carl Crawford most of all because it's so random, but he was like my favorite player who wasn't a Cardinal. Uh, robbing that home run that saved the game. And then I, he, did he hit a, he didn't hit a home run, but he robbed that home run and had a few hits, I'm pretty sure. Molina hit a double, I believe, and then did a little celebration out at, at second base. Ryan Franklin was an all-star for Ryan some reason. Ryan Franklin, yes. 
It was a fun he was match a, and did well. Yeah. He did. Uh, Ryan Franklin has a World Series ring from 2011, even though he was, like, cut, like, a month in. So that's a fun fact. Um, I just loved that week. The focus was all on St. Louis, and I think that was my favorite yeah. thing about it. It was like, well, it was like the Winter Classic or any of those big events. It's just fun. Yeah, and my recollection is is St. Louis was put in the spotlight and did very well. It did, and, and it, it had been 33 years since we'd had an All-Star game, right. something like that. Do you so. think it'll take, a, well, we won't have a new stadium here probably in my lifetime, but do you think it'll take a new stadium to get the All-Star game back? No, or do you think? I don't think so. No, I, don't, I mean, there, you know, a lot of these new stadiums have been built over the last 15 years, so I, I, to me, I don't think that, that'll be a criteria. And, and this is home to some of the best sporting fans in all of sports, so why not bring it back to those fans? I agree. And as a baseball town, I mean, almost everybody will agree it is a great baseball town. I think we all think, and many people also believe that it's the best baseball I'm mm-hmm. interested to see the NHL All-Star Game next year, because I really don't know what to expect from that, because I think it's going to change a little bit. I've talked about this before. St. Louis loves its blues. But they're not as knowledgeable hockey-wise as Cardinal fans are about the rest of baseball. And I think that's going to change now. I think that's now. true in almost every city. Really? With, NA- a, 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 with the, the Canadian NHL, cities. Except maybe the Canadians. Yeah. I'll, I'll be interested to see how the NHL All-Star Game is next year. But the NHL sure loves the spotlight in St. Louis. Winter Classic, Stanley Cup Final, NHL All-Star Game. Should be fun. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. That's it for this episode of the Sports Plus Podcast. Make sure and tune in next week. 